Hello, and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Terrain Myers. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? All right. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, we uh, missed the... We were supposed to record yesterday, but we both were just too tired to do it. Well, we, I think we were supposed to record Sunday. We were supposed to record <laughs> Sunday, but then we didn't do I that. I was too tired. And then we didn't do Monday because both of us were exhausted. Mm -hmm. So enjoy this Tuesday night recording of an episode. <laughs> Um, I think it, it I think it actually kind of helps keep us on track sort of um just for the sheer fact that there was another hearing today mm -hmm. so we don't like put out an episode on the same day as a hearing without talking about it at all mm -hmm. so yeah that makes sense yeah so um welcome to Tuesday night um we have upcoming um the, our uh, this Friday uh, we will be recording for our four-year anniversary episode um, of the podcast as we all know our partnership began <laughs> five years ago. Our partnership. Began. Our partnership in um in that in the in the limited liability company we started. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, um, alcoholics four year anniversary episode um will be uh, on Friday, or like I think around eight probably, mm -hmm. and it'll be live. So we'll be doing like a live stream of it. And it'll, we'll be joined by our frequent uh, guest, uh, Jess Britton. Um, and, and it's a power hour. And we'll be doing a power hour, which would you like to explain to the people what the power hour is? You drink every minute <laughs> for an hour. Now, <laughs> do that responsibly. And um, we... Uh, sip. Sip, yeah. It's like a, you know, we're not... I think the... the we're not youngins anymore. The real power hour is like... A shot of beer every mm -hmm. minute, which yeah, we so. don't drink beer, so that would be a death sentence. That'd be gross. So gross. <laughs> um, but we encourage everybody to watch the stream. Um, play along if you'd like. If you don't want to play along, you absolutely don't have to. And no, you, you have to. No, you no, no, You're you don't. Forced. We're watching you. We're not watching you, <laughs> and I don't want that rumor to get out there. <laughs> We're not watching you. You don't have to drink if you don't want to. That's uh, another thing about this podcast that, like, <laughs> I, I imagine would turn people off. <laughs> yeah, we want to drink, and you have to drink to enjoy this. Like, no, if you want to have some drinks, have some drinks. It's fun. Um, but that will be happening this Friday at eight, ish. <laughs> I say eight, but I never. We always we know that that might not be right. Right. Um, and I think that one is just going to be like a freewheeling conversation where maybe we talk about politics. We probably do, but most likely, um, we'll just veer off into whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and with Jess here, that'll happen because um, you and her can talk about anything. Problem is, it's just a minute. Sorry, an hour. I know that's that's the part I don't think is going to work. <laughs> that's the part that you <laughs> At the end of at the end of the hour, we call it. It's done, and we get like maybe five more minutes of wrap up, and then we're done. So, so look out for that. That should be very fun. Um, is there anything you want to talk about before we get into the until we until we get the show? No. No. Um, one thing I wanted to mention. I know we're not going to talk about it today, but like, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um some results of some elections, and really not really some. I wanted to talk about one result of one election, um, in South Carolina. Nancy Mace, um, Congressperson, won her um primary against Kate Arrington, Katie Arrington, I believe. Um, and you may not. I don't know if you remember this story. Katie Arrington was the one who was at a Trump rally and called Trump Big Daddy, oh. um, saying, "I've been waiting months for Big Daddy to come." <laughs> <laughs> so 
uh, I'm glad this person lost. Yeah. And like, I don't care for Nancy Mace. I don't care for Republicans very much, but I'm glad that this Republican didn't lose to this, mm-hmm. <laughs> to someone who's like, I'm straight up calling Trump daddy now. <laughs> like, like, oh, please oh, no. Like, please no. Um, so, yeah, um, that happened. I wanted to mention that, but I'm ready to get into the show then. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so, we're going to just talk um, exclusively today about um, hearings, the January 6th hearings. Um, we had the um, first one that was in prime time um, uh, on the 9th. And I think that's the only one that we were able to talk about on this show. Is that right? No, or did we talk about another one? on? The, on no, the... just the first one. Okay. So we only talked about um, the first one on this show due to the way that, I guess, scheduling worked. And, you know, because I'm like pulling up a calendar. I'm like, did we? <laughs> I'm like trying to make sure that we didn't before I... Uh, before I started, we didn't. About, we didn't cause... because I watched the second and the third one on the same day. That's right. That's right. Um, so let's just quick go through the second hearing. Um, it uh, had uh, occurred on the 13th of June. Um, some of the uh, witnesses were um, Ben Ginsburg, a uh, Republican election attorney. He's famous for uh, giving us uh, George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the um, one who um, did that. So that's really cool. And I'm glad we <laughs> um, we had Chris Dyerwalt, who is a former um, Fox News, uh, Fox News political um, editor. Uh, he was known for um, working the decision desk on the night of mm-hmm. um, the tw- on the well, on the night of and the continuing uh, nights of the 2020 election. Um, which he had to explain to a dumbfounded group of um, Fox News hosts why Fox News was able to call Arizona for um, uh, then-candidate Biden. Um, They were not very happy about that. And he was subsequently fired (laughs) from Fox News um, for, uh, again, I guess, telling the truth. He got fired for doing his job, which was correctly saying what the results of an election were. also, uh, Al Schmidt, a uh, former Republican, um, sorry, Republican, former city commissioner um, from Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, uh, just someone who was an official who received death threats because they did what their did what their job said to do, which is correctly report election results. Um, I think this was also the hearing where you got to hear Donald Trump say the word "dump" multiple times. Um, when they talked about voting dumps and d- late night dumps of, of mm-hmm. voting. Um, and that, that was the hearing that his campaign manager was supposed to I was about appear. to say, yes. Bill Stepien um, was supposed to appear, but um, was called away due to his wife giving birth to their child. Convenient. And we... <laughs> <laughs> and only only maybe five percent of us think that that was absolute bullshit and she and pushed was, that baby she out fucking, on purpose. she 100 percent just was like what can i do to induce labor right now <laughs> i gotta help out my man bill um so uh that was also the that was also the um hearing where um liz cheney started it by calling um uh rudy giuliani on one of the nights uh apparently inebriated mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where we talked about how drunk, drunk um, rudy. rudy was that was also when there were like the designations of team normal versus team rudy um 
Uh, do we want to? Was it Team Rudy or Team Crazy or something? Team Batshit Lunatics? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I thought it was just Team Rudy, but it could have been Team. What the absolute fuck are you guys doing? This is crazy. So what? It, what? It, what would you say? It seems like each hearing has like a message, a theme, a story they're telling. What? What do you think that hearing was about? I think this one was specifically to just like explain to the American people why, like, like, like the. The big overarching thing of the big lie is the election was stolen from you. And I think this was like debunking that. I think mm-hmm. this was there. This was the hearing that was debunking that um, the election was stolen. Like it's like it explained it had Chris Dyerwalt there to explain Red Mirage. Um, it explained how, uh, you know, Donald Trump encouraged his voters not to vote by mail. So most of the vote by mail that came in was for uh, Joe Biden and the Democrats. Um, it. It was it was there to just kind of like, it, I think also it was you know like it was just saying like you've been lied to, and here's the proof that you were being lied to, mm-hmm. and I think I think that was the main um, the main crux of like what this hearing was, um, getting you know noted like noted Republican lawyer who like <laughs> sued to make sure that we could stop counting in Florida and Bush wins. <laughs> like these are, this isn't like a, this isn't a, you know, a rock, like a quote rhino unquote. This is a guy who did this damnedest to make sure that George Bush won the presidency. This had someone who was a senior, like, like someone who was there for uh, like, the, like Fox news. And the only reason that they're not on Fox news anymore was uh, they correctly said what happened. Um, Bill Stepien, again, not a, not a guy who is, you know, a, a never Trumper. He worked very closely with Trump and I believe is supporting Liz Cheney's uh, primary opponent. Like hmm. they're not, they're not like they made, like they made sure to make this case of you're being lied to. You were being lied to by people who the, like people who think they might be lied to can trust. Mm-hmm. What, what about you? What did you think of, uh, this was for? Yeah, I think um, the focus was kind of on election night and you know subsequent mm-hmm. nights yeah. um big focus on election night uh what donald trump was told uh by various people like most of them were telling him you can't claim that you won mm-hmm. and rudy's like you absolutely should do that oh yeah and drunk like, rudy yes, staggered in and was like you should take my advice yeah. over all of these experts there, there was a lot of video testimony mm-hmm. from like his family trump's family uh bill barr bill barr like just others who were around election night what the who was telling him what yes. you know that sort of thing so yeah i think election night was the focus um and just getting into how the case about being stolen and everything just wasn't true. Right. And it just, it didn't hold any water. Right. Um, but the president continued to say those things, um, even with, uh, you know, all of the people around him, all of the competent people around him <laughs> um, saying, like, no, that's mm-hmm. just not right. Um, I don't want to, like, mix... Um, I don't want to mix hearings because I know I might be, but uh, with with this episode coming where we watched like maybe two or three before. Yeah, you know, we, I think we, we're we're gonna cover like three in this mm-hmm. one. Um, so I don't want to mix them. Was this the one where they also report? Uh, it also um, was uh, revealed that Trump earned 
Trump was able to solicit two hundred fifty thousand, uh, sorry, two hundred fifty million dollars of donations yeah. for a quote like for like a like a like an election defense fund mm-hmm. where they were supposed to be using that money to litigate um litigate stuff from um uh the alleged stolen election that they just didn't do was that mm-hmm. this this, this yeah. hearing like I think that was also part of the like sorry like you've been duped like. Like, sorry, I know that your candidate didn't win. I know you're not happy about that, but your candidate really didn't win. And all of this, all of these facts say that he didn't, that he didn't win. And also he took a bunch of money from you to, that he said he was going to use for this thing that he just didn't use it for. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what, I think that heavily was like, you're being lied to. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, what did you think of? Yes. This, so, what do you think of like the fact that we kind of have to like, Here's the here's where these hearings are like interesting. The, everything is interesting, obviously. The 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 uh they're they're telling a a, a compelling a compelling story about a, a straight up grifter who is trying to grift half of the nation, um, <laughs> and we're being told this by all of the grifters enablers <laughs> who who are like. I guess at this point, like enough, like, mm-hmm. like, what do you think of the fact that like William Barr, mm-hmm. like we're hearing so much testimony from William Barr and when, when William Barr uh, resigned, like in his resignation letter was nothing but glowing, uh, like glowing towards uh, Donald Trump. Uh, never like no bad words about him um, until, until like now. Yeah. I mean, there are no heroes in this story, even though the, I mean, there are some heroes. Um, Liz Cheney, American hero. <laughs> there, there are definitely some, but I think a lot of those people, they're mm. they're not heroes for speaking out now. But I think it certainly lends to their credibility. Yeah. Like it, you're if these were all Democrats or never Trumpers coming out against uh, Donald Trump, his you know, there's there's a lot less credibility for mm. the people who. Uh, need to be swayed yeah but yeah these are these are people who supported his re-election voted for him served him faithfully for years Mm -hmm. that just reached their breaking point with this crazy crazy shit yeah um so i I mean that's i think there's not any reason that benefits them to do this they're they're uh, attacked constantly Mm -hmm. by him and i mean this is just throughout the hearings. Like, yeah, it, every every Republican that testifies has probably gotten death threats about this. Like, yeah. so absolutely, I, yeah, that's what I think. Um, what do we think about uh, Rudy being drunk <laughs> on election night? Shocked uh, and being the <laughs> um, being the one who. I mean, obviously Trump was going to go this way anyway, but like being the one who like the one person in the room who was like, just declare, just declare victory right now <laughs> and being the one Trump listened to. What did you, what do we, I mean, I'm, he, I think he was just looking for someone to listen to and Rudy just has lost his absolute mind and can be that person for mm-hmm. Donald Trump. He just wanted one person to tell him he could do it and yep. he got it. Yeah. Rudy, just, his, his, Oh my God, his story is sad. Like, <laughs> like Rudy Giuliani's whole like fall from grace is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy took like all of the goodwill he earned from being the mayor on 9/11 to just uh, just doing his damnedest to flush all of that away and be like, no, I'm I'm I want to jump aboard the crazy train as hard as I can. Mm-hmm. Like, p- 
people ignored like big red flags from Rudy because of being mayor on 9-11. And like he could have like he could have not done this. Yeah. Still been like the like still shitty. Like if you look back, Rudy Giuliani's never been great. Um, but if you like he could he could have taken that and ridden off into the sunset. But the the guy decided that he's gonna trust two things, Trump and Jin. And it's cr- like watching it is is wild. Like seeing it unfold is insane. Absolutely. Um was there anything else we wanted to talk about um, before this other than Chris Steyerwalt winking at the fucking camera right before the like 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 when he was done testifying when it went to recess, I believe. Like he just like w- winked at us. <laughs> I thought that was like, I hate this guy. And it's like it's like I hate pretty much all of the people that are like testifying besides obviously some of the people who, you know, like we'll talk about someone today who we don't hate. But um, I hate like all of these people <laughs> and like, uh, and I'll, we'll get into that in this uh, next hearing as, as well. But, um, <laughs> I thought the, uh, the guy from Philadelphia was mm-hmm. very compelling. Yeah. He, I think he was the, the best witness out of this bunch. Oh, it's not, it's not Winky Steyerwalt. No, just, I mean, it's, it's good that they are showing stories from these people who are getting, you know their lives turned upside down yeah. just for doing their jobs. Yeah. For doing their job for, for the right way and not yep. like bowing to his threats and everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not like putting, putting, uh, you know, the right thing to do over a party. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, again, we'll talk about a lot of this. We're going to talk. Let's just, you want to move on to the next one. Cause yeah. a lot of this we're going to talk about, um, like throughout. Um, so the third hearing, um, was on June 16th. Um, that one had speakers such as um, J. Michael Luddick, who is a um, Republican, like a Republican lawyer, um, clerked for Scalia and uh, Warren Berger. Um, a lot of the people, like a lot of the people who he mentored, like also were um, like uh, big supporters of the Republican Party. He is a he was a he's a conservative lawyer, like. The know. federal judge, are you talking federal about? Federal ju- uh, Sorry, did I say lawyer? I meant judge. My yeah. apologies. Federal judge. My apologies. My apologies. Um, Former federal judge. Not a, Yeah, yeah. Um, but people who have clerked for him went on to clerk for, you know, some of the most prominent uh, Republican, like like legal Republican people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, conservative or our people. John Eastman. Or our John Eastman. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> also had um, Greg Jacob, um, a former uh, counsel for uh, Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. Um, who else was there? Um, was Mar- was that Mark Short as well? That was video. Video. Was a video of Mark yeah, Short. I think it was just those two on the. Oh, one more thing, I just remembered from the last one. Um, from the from the second one, and I do apologize. And we're going to move on really, really quickly. But the the photos that they used of Bill Stepien are insane. Oh yeah, like his like <laughs> bad boy like album cover photos, where he's like gonna like he like he's the bad boy of the Republican Party, but like but like a good reformed bad boy who won't go go with the illegal Republican stuff, but also is still a bad boy. Like I could the the photo was crazy that they just kept yeah. putting up, and I'm just like. Why is this the photo we picked? <laughs> yeah. Like, don't they have headshots somewhere? I mean, you could have picked any other. And I think they had, like, video from him a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The the photo I thought was just, like, why? Like, it looked like he was modeling. 
Mm -hmm. It looked heavily like modeling. And I'm like, this is crazy. Anyway, let's move on to the, sorry. Um, What did you think the, um, what did you think this hearing was? Was this the first one? Also, this was the first one that they started doing it at one o'clock instead of at um, 10. Because they started to respect people on the West Coast. <laughs> they yeah. were just like... Who aren't going to watch at 7 a.m.? Yeah, it's like, sorry, guys. I know you're like in bed. I don't think you set your alarm to wake up to watch this. So we'll go ahead and push this later. Um, what did you think this one was about? Well, this one was all about the vice president. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, all about the vice president and how Trump wanted to use the vice president. Trump and Eastman's plans for him, basically. Yeah. It was heavily heavily focused on the political pressure that was being put on um, Vice President Pence and how Vice President Pence responded to that pressure mm-hmm. and, and how he's a hero. How he's a hero. Can we can we actually talk about that? Like, can I just I, and I understand like I feel like he's there we're trying to crown him for doing his job. Yeah. Right? Like his literal job was certify the election results. Like you, like your role, like the, like, uh, like the count, like the, uh, J6 hearing council said, uh, pretty much you just, it's a ceremonial role that you count the votes, mm-hmm. right? Like that's, that's it. You don't have the power to overthrow the government. You don't have the power to put votes where you want to put them to choose the state the slate of electors that you want to choose. Like your job was to count the votes and he counted the votes. Mm-hmm. And, I feel like, like, there is like a lot of like punditry, uh, just people going like, we need to, you know, there's a whole lot of like hating people on the other side, but like we have to acknowledge when they're when they're brave and courageous. And I guess, I mean, I'll give them this. I I do think it's brave and courageous to do the thing that people want to hang you for, <laughs> and they're pretty close by. Yeah. They're like within forty feet. They're within forty feet of you, and they want to hang you because you're gonna do this thing, and you. Uh, you know, everybody in your staff like leaves in a car because everybody's in danger, but you decide to stay and do the thing. I think that obviously does deserve praise. I, I do. And I, I, I don't, I'm not going to pretend that like that's an, a super easy thing to do. I know if people wanted to hang me for doing this podcast, I'd be like, maybe I don't need to do this podcast anymore. But, <laughs> but truly he did what he was supposed to do. He did his job and he Post this, has said fucking nothing, has said absolutely nothing about it, doesn't want to talk about it. Always, most, of the, most of the time is talking about the, the former president in a glowing light, like saying we had our, we had our disagreements about stuff. Like, he did recently speak out and say that what the president wanted him to do was not legal. And, th- and that's it. That's it. That's it. At CPAC or something. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I don't, I, I just, you don't, I, he's not a hero. It's not, I don't think this is Mike Pence, American hero uh, for, you know, months after, months after this occurred, saying nothing, not condemning the president for, for sicking a violent mob on you. Mm-hmm. Like before, before what you're referring to, he just kept saying it was a disagreement between myself and the president. And like there was the there was the quote where he's like, I think that was a like, you know, that's a that's an un-American thing to do. But for the most part, he's been very quiet about this. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like to talk about it. Just recently, he was at an event in like Ohio and he didn't talk about it. And it's just like you're like you're (laughs) how is how are we supposed to be like this guy is is really like putting his like, no, he's he's 
he's still trying to toe that line because he thinks he's going to be president. He mm-hmm. thinks that he wants to run for president. And he's like, I can't, st- I still can't say bad stuff about this guy because a lot of the people who would vote, like, who vote in my party like this guy and liked the idea of hanging me. Yep. Um, this was also the one where this was revealed before, but uh, on like at the um, at the hearing, it was pointed out that um, Donald Trump said that maybe they'd had the right idea about Mike Pence in regards to him hanging. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and Donald Trump essentially just kind of being really cool with the chance of hang Mike Pence. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that was that was a whole lot. Um, what do you think of John Eastman uh, taking uh, taking the fifth like uh, over a hundred times? I think that I mean, for him is I think that for him that's smart legal yeah, strategy. I, I mean, just doing that implies guilt. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty obvious that he doesn't think his testimony is uh, within the beneficial. law. Yeah, it's not beneficial for him. Yeah, it's not beneficial for him to tell the truth about any of this mm-hmm. or to tell anybody anything about any of this. Um, I did love Hirschman saying, like, I only want to hear peaceful transition of uh, peaceful transition and you better get a good fucking like uh, defense attorney. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like just seeing like the real time uh, like people saying, like, here's what's happening. It's crazy. And they're being absolutely crazy. Um, also seeing um, uh, Ivanka Trump say, you know about like talk about how she this might be in the first this might I be think the, this is the last one um yeah uh but her saying you know i i i had no reason to disagree with the what the way bill barr assessed the election and donald trump then came out with a statement that took a dig at her mm-hmm. yeah that was from the first hearing <laughs> yeah yeah yep 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 um d- during the during the hearing um we did see, uh, like, John Eastman admitted that what he was doing was illegal, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he admitted, I think I think the, like, form was he admitted that it was illegal, but he just didn't think that the, like, I think the Electoral Count Act was constitutional. He didn't, he changed his story a lot. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, to what he said, to, he was saying to Jacob and, and Pence, um, it was like, well, let the courts figure it out. Well, I don't think the courts will even hear it. Uh, well, well, we might lose I seven guess we'd to lose two. Seven to two. Oh, <laughs> we probably lose nine, nine nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it seems like they were just trying to throw shit at the wall and mm-hmm. or delay, 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 delay yep. until they could get the results they wanted. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, it definitely doesn't seem like he thought this could work. <laughs> Even, even I believe during this one, it was discussed that um, he texted, uh, Eastman texted Jacob while the votes were being counted after mm. everything happened. Just like, why don't we just wait 10 days since we've already waited long mm. enough? Like, yeah, still we've, already, we've already, uh, we've already violated the law. So what's 10 more days? Right. <laughs> like he said, uh, he said something like when he said that he just acknowledged that yeah well we i mean that would be a violation right <laughs> yeah um yeah eastman is a wild character um his outfit yeah. on the january 6th uh stage that he was with <laughs> with trump was great um i loved it um i also <sighs> rudy giuliani screaming let's have trial by combat i don't think has come up in this no it has not and it needs to 
because that was a phrase. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's have trial by combat. Mm -hmm. What what do we think that means? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, so what did, what did you think about these two witnesses? I thought that okay. Um, Jacob was incredibly compelling. Um, he, it's again, it's like people who are like, you know, he worked for the vice president, so he's not like a great dude, but 100% came off as someone who is, who can be trusted, someone who was giving, you know, vivid testimony, someone who's, who also was, had their life in danger, mm -hmm. um, being there, um, and pointed out, you know, like we, looked over all the nonsense that was given to us and we concluded that there was no legal way to do any of the nonsense that they were telling us. And that's what we told the vice president and the vice president already wasn't going to do this stuff, but now knew how not legal it was. So decide like, I think that, I think that it was a really good witness and mm -hmm. J. Michael Ledick for better or for worse spoke very, very, very deliberately like <laughs> I couldn't tell you a single thing he said I I'm gonna read the last thing that he said because they really want I feel like his testimony will be really good read yeah but to follow it in real time was difficult he was he was he he had this thing where um and like I don't know there's some there's some people saying that he had some sort of like medical conditions I don't see I don't I didn't see anything that corroborated that besides mm -hmm. just random people saying it yeah. so at this time I don't know if that's true and I'm not gonna you know I, I'm not gonna say anything like negative about it I just yeah. I don't know if it's true he just spoke, All I'm saying it was it was hard he spoke very slowly and it was very hard to follow like he he I would say this he gave very long-winded answers in a very long amount of time. Yes. <laughs> and so like he wanted to be very deliberate and specific in what he was saying. And I think he got that done. Um, and he took a lot of time to think it through and say it, mm -hmm. including mid sentence. <laughs> so it took a whole lot. Um, uh, I just wanted to read at the close of uh, what he said at the close of the hearing. Um, he said, quote, Donald Trump and his allies and supporters are a clear and present danger to American democracy. They would attempt to overthrow the 2024 election in the same way that they attempted to overthrow the 2020 election, but succeed in 2024 where they failed in 2020. I don't speak those words lightly. I have never spoken those words ever in my life, except that that's when, uh, sorry, except that that's what the former president and his allies are telling us. They are executing that blueprint for 2024 in the open, in plain view of the American public. Now, that is true. And that is something that, mm -hmm. like, is also, like, um, really needs to be discussed, right? Like, yeah. like this isn't like a, this isn't like a, oh, this is, we're, we're just looking at what happened in the past. We're just trying to figure out what happened in the past. Like, no, they're still doing, like, um, people are running all over the country that are election deniers that are um you know people who are in trump's camp that trump wants to make sure are available to him when he runs in 2024 mm -hmm. and loses in states that he needs to win again um like it, it's happening all over the country it is happening all over the yes. country yeah another thing i remember he said was that he would have laid down his body to stop mike pence yes. from uh, doing either of the things laid down on the road i think you said right yeah something like that just to to stop trump's plan mm -hmm. and he's an old ass man so nope. that's uh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to show that he was very uh mm -hmm. he was very passionate about this issue but it's hard to follow that 
from his testimony. But I agree that I think Jacob was a perfect witness. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's an attorney. He wrote down like all everything, everything as it was happening. The like, worst thing about like what they did was they did it around a bunch of people who took <laughs> notes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like so he very clearly knew like he very clearly remembered everything that happened, had mm-hmm. details, yeah. was able to recount it in a compelling way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it definitely came off as genuine and mm-hmm. just yeah, was, I think he was a a very good witness. Yeah. Yeah. And that that one like show, like the showing the pressure that was put on the vice president and for the vice president to like no like like I'm not gonna like him very much like he's <laughs> uh, he said I, I I don't want to be his friend anymore <laughs> yeah he said that I also saw people I just want to make it here's so I saw like Michael Cohen on Twitter say now everyone thinks that that was a juvenile statement but that was actually like something that people in the mob say when they want to have someone killed i'm not their friend anymore and i'm just like i don't think so <laughs> i actually do think it was just him being a juvenile like child mm-hmm. and being like oh, mike if you don't do this we can't be friends i really <laughs> do think that that's what it was that wasn't like he said it to mike pence right <laughs> like, he said it to a crowd of supporters you're right he did say it to a crowd of supporters because <laughs> he's a fucking idiot um, but yeah, also um, the phone call where he called um, uh, he called Mike Pence uh, Donald Trump called Mike Pence uh, a pussy mm-hmm. um, because he, he was, a wimp he was too much of a, a wimp and a pussy to take uh, to to take over the government <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but sing, single handedly um, I thought that was pretty great yeah um, yeah that but that one was very um, very vice president centric. Um, and do you want to move on to the last one? Yeah, the one from today. The one from today. Fresh in our minds. June 21st. We just saw this today. Um, this one had um, speakers that were uh, uh, Brad Raffensperger, the uh, Georgia Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know him from the phone mm-hmm. call that he had with Donald Trump, where Donald Trump's like, can we just find the 11,000 fucking votes I need? <laughs> um, uh, he also just won a uh, Republican primary against a Trump-picked candidate, Jody Heiss. Mm-hmm. Um, we also had um, Gabriel Sterling. I believe that was another uh, Georgia official. Is yes. that right? Yep, he he was like uh, an election official under mm-hmm. Brad Raffensperger. Yeah. I don't know his, his exact title, but I think he's like two levels below or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think he, according to the, according to and I'm just this was a Wikipedia thing. According to Wikipedia, he was um, chief operating officer in the office of Georgia Secretary of State. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rusty, uh, sorry, Rusty Bowers, a uh, the uh, speaker of the Arizona House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talked about um, uh, pressure that was put on uh, them by Donald Trump. We also have Shea Moss, who um, her and her mother were election. Her mother, uh, Ruby Freeman, were election workers um, in Fulton County. Um, and she was subjected to, you know, her life being up, uh, upended mm-hmm. from this absolute bullshit nonsense theory of... Uh, election uh, stolen elections um so let's talk a little bit about that do you want to uh, what i mean i'd like to start with shay moss okay just because yeah. that was the most angering thing mm-hmm. which is like literally you know the, like a lot of elected I, I, don't, I don't it's bad this is bad all around right but 
when elect, elected officials are, are going to get like, you know, they're going to get hate. They're going to get, you know, that kind of shit. And they shouldn't in, in some cases, especially in like this. But sometimes like you're like, OK, you kind of have to assume that. If you're a private individual who just works as an elected uh, or as an election official mm-hmm. that just helps fucking, um, you know, uh, do the work of uh, counting, ballots. counting ballots and and helping, um, you know, on election day, that shouldn't follow you, right? Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to deal with uh, the absolute nonsense that they had that that she and her mother had to deal with. Yeah, so they were the target of like um, there was a parent, there was a video of them and another worker, and apparently um, Ruby gave her daughter a piece of ginger candy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Trump campaign and Rudy Giuliani doxed them and said that they were passing around a USB hard drive yep. as part of uh, a, a plot to plot steal, to steal, the, steal votes, the election. Which I think is great because when uh, Shay testified, she uh, was saying she didn't even know how to access Messenger on her iPhone. Yeah. So clearly she's, you know, a great tech genius who's going to steal the election with a USB drive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, absolutely fucking crazy. She uh, also, um, like Ruby Freeman was, um, if you remember well back um, when Kanye West's publicist um, went to uh, her home and... Um, police had to get involved and she talked to Kanye West publicist at the police office. Mm-hmm. Um, that was Ruby Freeman. That yep. was the, the person who was in, um, that was the person who was um, in today whose daughter was testifying. And uh, they played video testimony from her as well. They did. I was going to, I was literally going to uh, talk about that, how mm-hmm. um, they talked about how Ruby, you know, was, you know, a more open person and became, had to become very withdrawn because of, the way that um, her name was being used, the way that people were threatening and, you know, she was afraid that her name would get out and and, and people would do terrible things to her because they, they tried to citizens arrest her. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> people broke into the grandmother's house yeah, uh, in search of Ruby and Shay yep. and said that they were there to citizens arrest them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was infuriating mm-hmm. that's infuriating Absolutely. and and like i understand <laughs> i get that like a lot of people are deluded and are just like like are like just they they go along with this trump uh they stole the election thing not really caring because they think it just like you know like i i think that they don't think about the human uh the human casualty in it they don't care about the human <laughs> casualty in it yeah this is these like, are people with zero empathy. Yeah, the, to me, like the, if they're there, if you are, you can't be a decent person and think that this is okay. No, you just can't. You can't be a decent person and think this is okay. No, these are these are people that care only about themselves, only about themselves, or only about Trump. In in some, yeah. like truly, like we say that they only care about themselves, but in some cases, they're getting duped out of a bunch of money and uh, are like being sycophants for a guy who really does not care about them. Mm-hmm. I'd say that doesn't really count as caring about yourself. No. I'd say that you are un- unfortunately kind of in a cult a little bit. Oh <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> You're a little a bit. A little bit. Honey, just a little. Honey, a little bit of you is in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so um, that testimony was was infuriating. Um, mm-hmm. Just a, a, a woman who talked about how much she loved to help people for elections. She's worked um, she's worked elections for 10 years, for a fucking decade, um, just helping people get access to get access to voting, showing them how to like, uh, you know, like like absentee votes and stuff like that. And and for her to have to endure, um, you know, this kind of, you know, torture for one man's ego is absolutely astounding the yeah. amount of the amount of moving pieces that are that are being used uh for one man's ego mm-hmm. who like he knows he lost so for him to be doing this it's just absolutely astounding i think uh ruby said during her testimony like just imagine the president of the United States is attacking you you personally you an individual just doing their job not like, you're not a, you're not a you're not a senator you're not a member of the you're house not a politician you're just a person who helps who works elections yep for the laughable amount I, I, I like it's it's just it's 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 so angering mm-hmm. like the, the that much ire was trained on these individuals who were just doing their job and helping their country. Like that's it. They were helping, they were helping their state. They were helping people in their state have access to voting and then counting those votes end of, and for them to endure what they had to endure is absolutely astounding. And had continued to like, yeah. it's not, it's not over. For yeah. Them. It's really not over for them. Um, let's also talk about um, uh, Raffensperger. Uh, whose name uh, seemingly no <laughs> one on earth right. fucking knows. No one on earth can get it right. <laughs> Andrea Mitchell couldn't get it. I, I'm certain Benny did not get it right. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, uh, a lot of it was. So, so this one, actually, let's let's kind of go back a little bit. Let's circle back. This one was a lot about, like, what, what would you say this specific Yeah, this was totally was. about Trump pressuring the states. Like specific states, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they Trump and Giuliani and Eastman. Trump, Giuliani, Eastman, Jenna Ellis, um, pressuring uh, states to just fundamentally change how things are done. Um, so Raffensperger, a lot of it was about the phone call from um, Donald Trump mm-hmm. that went to Raffensperger, um, where Donald Trump, <laughs> at some point, like he he oscillated from like threats. To like <laughs> flattery, to almost outright begging <laughs> for um, for the election to be overthrown, um, you know, said, you know, I just need this, like, I just need this many votes, eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes, and tried to couch it in a way that was like, like, look, I won by uh, like half a million. Um, I just need you to find these like mm-hmm. like tried to couch it in a way where it's like I know I won by a lot but then just but then like giving up the game and being like just find this amount for me um Raffensperger obviously did not do that mm-hmm. um and I think I think all of the elected uh, all of the officials that they that they um that gave testimony today all of them said you know I wanted Donald Trump to win that election I voted for him. I supported mm-hmm. him. I wanted him to win. I wanted him to win that election. Uh, and and Benny uh, asked both Raffensperger and uh, Rusty Bowers Bowers that before they began which, their which I, testimony. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. That's all. No, I missed what you just said. Before was, they began their testimony. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, uh, what did you think of um, uh, Raffensperger's testimony? And I, I'm just one of those that are just remembering like how like targeted his attacks were mm -hmm. um, from uh, from former President Trump, and like hit like again he had a primary opponent this year that was like handpicked by Trump. It didn't yeah. work. I think he beat that motherfucker by a buttload. Mm -hmm. um, but. Uh, what did you think about his, um, you know, what did you think about his testimony? Yeah, I, th I mean, I thought it was good. I The parts that st stood out to me were, you know, about his family. Um, he mentioned that his uh, daughter-in-law, his, his son who'd passed away, his daughter-in-law, a widow with two young children, had her home broken into by yep. these people. Yep. Um, you know, the threats uh, to him, to his wife, sexualized messages going to his wife, like, just just absolutely these people are depraved and disgusting yeah and, and th that's constantly the part that is standing out to me in, yes. in these trials like, and i think that's important yeah like with with all of this you just keep seeing like like people at their absolute worst do and people at their absolute worst for just a, a bad reason <laughs> like there's no reason to, to uh, there's obviously no reason to do a lot of the things that these people are doing i'm i'm not trying to say that but like they're doing it like they, everyone's doing it for seemingly again just this just one man's ego. Yep. They're doing it to support one man who truly doesn't care that much about anybody but himself. Like that's just it. So like I I just it it like watching people do some of the worst things on earth for like one of the worst people on earth mm -hmm. to I guess notice them question mark is is absolutely fucking annoying. What about um, Gabriel Sterling? They uh, he they showed a lot of his um, uh, previous press conference that he had, mm -hmm. um, indicating to like like pleading to Donald Trump, saying like, "Hey, people are gonna get hurt because you're doing this." People, Plead, I I wouldn't call it pleading. You're right. It wasn't. Really pleading. It was yelling at. It was yelling at. Him. It was yelling at. Him. It was great. I never but seen I, I, that I would, before. I would call it a plea, like to do the right thing and stop telling people that they're. That yeah. the, like you're right. I pleading. I, I think the I think the problem is pleading sounds like begging and it's not. Yeah, I think that's what the problem is. But like if we don't want to use that word, that's cool. Uh, he was screaming at the president saying, hey, fucko, um, you're going to get me and Brad and our families uh, and just various individuals hurt. Yeah, because it because you can't accept that you lost to Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I had you seen that before. Yeah. I, I'd never seen that before, and I thought that was really. I think well, that's that was really I mean, good. That's one of the things that I think are good about these hearings that there some people are seeing Absolutely. things that they definitely haven't seen before. These are like, like let's be clear, a lot of these these are Republicans. Yep. Just going Absolutely. like, hey, this is absolute bullshit, mm -hmm. and it's like it's try like I I feel like the I. I know overall this is obviously about like pointing out the president's misdeeds, pointing out the people who are trying to subvert democracy going forward and uh, giving like, you know, like saying, here's what we need to fucking do about it. Or at the very least, giving criminal recommendations for these people. I think that it also is setting up a permission structure for Republicans who are like, you know, for Republicans to be like, no, I'm not interested in this. And like they're still gonna vote for Republicans, and I think the I think like it's all, like one of the things is like saying like like there are Republicans that you can vote for. These are not the ones. Mm -hmm. The ones who are out here trying to 
um, you know, subvert democracy, the ones that are trying to be installed so that they can be Donald Trump's puppet when 2024 runs around and he runs with like fucking like Rick Grinnell. Like, <laughs> like they're, they're like, that's, it's set, like they're setting it up to be like, we don't have to, we don't have to accept this. Yeah. I think that that's a lot what it is like, mm-hmm. and and that's why you. I mean, that's part of the reason why you hear from Liz Cheney every single time she's the vice chair because they wanted to make sure that there's a Republican there to say like, look, I'm a cons- Cheney's a, rest- a conservative Republican, and we like even now that like this is happening, she still doesn't fucking uh, vote for like uh, democracy efforts, <laughs> like like expand like like in, in expanding voting rights. That's not yeah. something we're getting from Liz Cheney, but Liz Cheney is still saying like. Hey, this guy's a fucking asshole who tried to get people killed because he was mad. And I think that's a lot of what this is. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's why like this specific day had like just had one uh, had sorry, two people, one mostly video and one who was like uh gave uh verbal testimony um like being like we're just people. Mm-hmm. Like we're just people who go to the we, we go to the store, we go home. We see, like, we don't, we don't do, a, like, we're not mainstream public figures. We are two human people who Rudy Giuliani and, and Jenna Ellis sicked fucking people on to, to, to intimidate us, to scare us, to try to pressure us into, I don't, like, like, that's, 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 this one, that's why this one made me really mad. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we got before we go? Rusty. Rusty Bowers. Um, I thought he was great. He w- wears his glasses at the same place that Chuck, uh, t- uh, Chuck <laughs> Schumer. Schumer. I, I tried to figure out which Chuck I was talking about because I got to, I almost got to Todd and then Grassley. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, wears his glasses at the same place Chuck Schumer wears his glasses. And because he wore his glasses there, it made it easy to see that he almost cried numerous times during this yeah. and got very glossy. Um, because truly, and again, this is a person who I bet I disagree with almost fucking everything on, yep. including I'm pretty sure Rusty Bowers is the one who like would still vote for Donald Trump now, mm-hmm. now, now would still vote for Donald Trump. Uh, but like was like, you know, I can't I don't unilaterally get to do these things to overturn the election. Um, uh, he, he got very misty. What did, what did you think specifically of his, of his, uh, testimony? I, I thought it was, uh, compelling again. Like his emotion was, um, I think great. Cause you can show that it, these efforts from the Trump, uh, campaign really affected him to, mm-hmm. to pressure him into yeah. doing these crazy things that are definitely not legal. And clearly he's a man who's very passionate about the Constitution because mm-hmm. that that was the point that, like, got him yes. really worked up. Yeah. Um, obviously, a... when he was talking about his family later, he also got worked up. But when yeah. he was talking about the Constitution and his oath. Uh, um, just a quote from him. Quote, I took an oath for me to take that to do what you would uh, to do what you do. Sorry. To do what you do would be counter to my oath. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I think they're, but we've talked about it before that the hearings, they're very much set up to uh, be a good show Yeah. for people. They want people to watch and they want people to not be turning away because it's boring. And, you know, they've done a very good job of selecting witnesses um, who do that 
besides the judge. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's, I think he was a very good witness that Republicans and independents and those sorts of people would, uh, appreciate his testimony and, mm-hmm. and find it believable. And another, like one more thing, just that he kept pointing out, like, he's like, if you have evidence, show me evidence. Mm-hmm. Right. Like he kept saying, like, you keep saying you have names. You, give me na- Like you say, uh, 5,000 dead people voted. Give me names. You say that, um, hundreds of thousands of, um, undocumented people voted. Give me names. Um, and they just, they never were able to produce that evidence. And there's the quote that he says, um, and this is coming from New York times. Nothing was produced. Eventually he recalled Mr. Giuliani said, quote, we've got lots of theories. We just don't have the evidence. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that's it right there. Like, like, Oh, we got a bunch of theories about this, but we have no way to prove any of them. So (laughs) we'll just keep saying that 7 billion, um, dead people voted. And I mean, you, you disprove what we said. Yep. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that this was another day of, um, just super compelling testimony. Um, I think this was another day that just like reminds you how infuriating, infuriatingly like annoying these people are. Um, and it's just kind of like, you know, it's, it's very difficult. Um, cause it's just like so annoying, um, and so angering, but also like, I really hope a lot. I hope that a bunch of people are seeing this. Now we've, we've seen, I've seen polls that indicate that a majority of people think that Donald Trump should be charged with a crime. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but you know, I- I'm hoping that at the, like at the very least it, you know, wakes up some people who are like in this, uh, enthralled with this person mm-hmm. or don't care enough or don't care enough because like truly that's very important as well. Mm-hmm. Like, this is happening, and you need to care about it, and you need to do something about it. Like, you at the very least need to pay attention and vote for pro-democratic, small-D democratic candidates who aren't going to, you know, outright try to, like, throw an election to someone based on their party. Mm -hmm. Um, But at most, like, this guy needs to be charged and put in prison. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, so. they, you know, um, well, and, I don't know if you noticed. And I'm but sure she, Merrick Garland will get right on that. And uh, Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, but Schiff said that they weren't there to decide yep. whether Trump had committed a crime or not. Right, but but he did, and they've pointed it out numerous mm-hmm. times. So, But we, I, that's just to be clear that no sort of indictment will be coming from the January 6th. Committee. Well, they can't. They don't have the power to indict. Right. Like, they yeah. just they can, give a, they can give a recommendation to the Justice Department, and then mm-hmm. the Justice Department will sit on it for four years before mm-hmm. figuring it out. And once Trump dies, they'll be able to say, you know what, we should have charged him with a crime. <laughs> that was our bad. But, you know, he's gone now, so... I guess we win. I don't know. Like that's, I, I feel, I feel like that's really what the, what the huge issue is. Yeah. Like the justice department is moving so gl- uh, glacially slow on this and you know, that's awful. But I think we should probably call it there unless we have anything. I just cause it's uh six 11 and I haven't fed the cats yet. So they're going to kill us. <laughs> so um, thank you all for listening. Well, again, we will be doing a live streamed episode on Friday, June, Four. <laughs> at eight. Check it out. Um, please uh, play along with us or uh, watch along with us. It should be a fun time um, with our great guest, Jess Britton. <laughs> 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 Thank you all for listening. Um, we'll see you next time. And until then, cheers. Cheers.